0: are torn to shreds let's make today the day you start the business that will change your life you'll learn how at income school income school is about taking your income into your own hands by creating a website that people will love building a following and earning a living online and now your host jim harmer Hey everybody and welcome back to the Income School Podcast. I'm glad you're here because it is my mission to change your life and the way that your income uh, what your income can do for you uh, to make your family more comfortable to give you the things you want to do and open up your life to be flexible in your in your schedule and what you can do to to become the kind of person that you want to become income is not everything in fact it's not even one of the most important things in life but it is one of those things that we do every day we work so many hours for that dramatically affects The things that do matter in life, like our family, our friends, and our enjoyment of life. Well, today I want to walk you through how you can actually pull money from your audience whenever i'm coaching somebody new whenever i have a, I have a friend or family member in my kitchen table for another one of those midnight meetings where they say all right jim i'm ready i want to start a blog walk me through how to do walk me through how to do this i, I always start by telling them a, a couple things one of them is i don't want you to make a product i don't want you to make a dime from your business for 4 months if you aren't prepared to do that then probably we should look for something else. There are ways you can make money online quickly, but it takes a lot of practice. Like any other industry, you know, there's a learning curve to it. And so I think the best way to build a sustainable business that can change your life is to wait four months, spend four months and just build an audience. Then, you know, you're, you're, Search engine rankings can go up and down. Facebook can make whatever change it will. But if you have an audience of passionate fans around you, you're always going to have some way of making money. So I want to build something sustainable. And to do that, I think you need to dedicate four months to just building an audience. But when you're ready to do that, then, then we need to start monetizing. The questions that I want you to ask yourself first are how much money do I want to earn and how passive of an income stream am I looking for? Now, the how much money do I want to earn question sounds loaded in the beginning, but it's really not. Uh, I mean, of course, the answer is, well, as much as possible, Jim. I, I mean, there's no limit. You know, curse me with this great money that you speak of, as Tevya would say. Well, uh, it, that may sound true, but, but in reality, we need to take a step back. And often, I'll make an offering that I know is not going to be my primary offering. I know is not going to be, the one that just explodes my bank account, but I'm still going to do it because I want lots of little streams of income. So an example maybe that uh, I have an opportunity to teach a an in in-person workshop somewhere around the world I can get a group of 10 people together there that, that are gonna pay a thousand dollars. To, uh, to hear me speak, or I'm going to teach a photography class for my other website. Uh, th- those are great things. You know, ah, I can make $10,000 by doing this. Okay, I'm going to go do it. I'll fly down and, and I'll, I'll teach a workshop. So that's, that's not something that's going to dramatically change my bank account, but it is worth my time to do. A similar thing may be I may want to write an ebook and I may only sell it for $9.99. Now, I'm going to have to sell a lot of ebooks to make a full time living. It is possible, uh, and I have earned up to $80,000 a year just from ebooks only. Uh, so it, it is possible, but. But if I spend all my time on that, I'm going to miss out on the ones that are going to dramatically uh, impact my bank account. I still do those things because I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I want to make sure I get income from a lot of different sources so that if one thing dries up, I have another to lean on. Uh, Internet marketing is changing constantly. And so you can't put all your eggs in just one basket. Uh, So so how much money may change depending on what kind of project you're working on perhaps you're four months into your website and, and you aren't looking to make the thousand dollar product because maybe you don't have the resources to do that yet you know you may not be able to produce professional video yet to sell an online course maybe you know I really all I have the resources to do is I could spend 500 bucks to make uh, to make I could record an, an ebook that's 70 pages long I could write it and then I'm gonna spend a little bit of money to have somebody uh, make an IC book, design it up, and somebody to record an audiobook of it. And, and that's how much I have to invest. So I'm really looking for a small income stream right now. So so really think about that question and don't allow yourself to just say, well, pff, I want as much as possible. You'll be ready for that eventually, but you might want to start with something smaller that you can do right away that you can test your audience with and see if uh, if you're giving the information that they're looking for. And then the next question is: how passive of an income stream are you looking for? Now, an ebook is super passive, especially if you're putting it up on, on the Kindle Direct Publishing for Amazon to do it. I mean, you put it up there and you're done. You, you, you're gonna wanna do some marketing to get some people to it. You're you'll eventually find errors and you may wanna do little corrections or do an update every year, but it's a very passive income stream. But just changing that ebook and starting to sell it on your website and it becomes much less passive because now you need to install SSL on your website. You need to get a shopping cart so that people can buy it. People will inevitably not receive the download after purchase and you'll have to help them. You'll have some customer service issues. Somebody will, after purchasing your book, they'll later look on their bank statement and say, what is that website? Never heard of it. They don't remember you. And so they'll dispute the charge. That kind of thing happens all the time. So- Different income streams can become more or less passive depending on exactly how you apply it. You may do coaching, which is th- not passive at all uh, because you're going to be working one-on-one through all th- with all these people. So consider how passive an income stream you're looking for. And just like the question of how much, you may initially think, well, I want it to be totally passive. I don't want to be needed at all in this business. Now, that's great. But let me tell you a little story. Uh, most of my income from last year came from teaching online photography classes. Now, I am not the only one who teaches online photography classes. There are a lot of other websites that do that. But I i, I think there's a good chance that my website was probably made the, the most money or one of the most uh, highest paying websites in that industry for online photography classes because i I was willing to do what other people were not willing to do. When you take my online photography class, yes, you get a video lesson every day like the other um, classes do every day for a month. So it's about four hours of video content that I made for people. But also you have unlimited access to Jim, to me personally, uh, for as lo- for that month that you're in the class. So if you say, hey, I took this photo and I'd, I'd like to get some feedback on it from a professional photographer, they send it to me and I'll tell them what I think about it. I record a little audio file and send it back. Tell them what I think. If they say, hey, Jim, I'm not sure what lens to buy, I'll tell them uh, so they can call me or email me as much as they want during the month. So I took an online course that's a pretty passive income stream, and I made it not so passive because I'm offering myself to them. But what I have found is that even offering unlimited access to me, and even if I have 300 students in a month, usually I can handle the emails in about an hour a day. So that's bringing in $30,000, $35,000 in a month, and all it's taking me is one hour a day. So it's not totally passive at all, But because I was willing to differentiate myself by not being completely passive, by allowing people to come and talk to me, it made it very different than the other offerings that were out there in the photography space where I'm competing. And it worked very, very well. So you... When you, we ask how much, you may be tempted to say the sky's the limit, but you really think about that. And then when I say how passive, you may be tempted to say totally passive, but really think about that. Could you give a little of yourself, maybe offer email support, and really change what the bottom line is going to be? You don't want to inundate yourselves, um, but, but it's something to consider. Now, a, a last thing that I want to note about the passive income is that as you become less passive? You know, I'm I'm offering email support. It, it, there's a temptation to say, "Ah, you, Jim, you're an idiot. You're not making a, an an uh, scalable business because it requires you." That that's true, but also not true in the, at the same time because there's only one of me, yes, but I'm just promising to answer their photography questions. And so if I did become so overloaded that I couldn't handle the students and, and keep in mind that I'm handling 350 students uh, and, and doing okay with that. But but if it did became become too much, I could just hire another photographer to help me go through those uh, questions and help, help with the email. So it, it is scalable, just not with one person only. Uh, and really Really, if you think about it, what business would be completely scalable to an infinite amount of inventory with only one person? So I I, I don't know that we need to get so crazy on our income being completely passive. There are some semi-passive ways to earn income that may do really, really well for you. And that's one thing that I've found. All right. Now let's talk about kind of the nuts and bolts, the practical stuff. What are the different ways to earn money? Uh, Affiliate, advertising, coaching, downloadable products like video, then there's apps, software, plugins, themes, that kind of thing, Uh, some kind of downloadable computer uh, program, ebooks, membership sites, and SaaS products. So I'm going to go through each of these. And I just want you to kind of sit back and think about all of these possibilities and don't jump to conclusions about each one of these. Some of them may require a little bit more thought, but could actually be a good fit for what you're building. So think about them one by one and just keep your mind open, be a little bit creative and think, how could I apply each one of these to your business and see if one of them kind of kind of catches your interest. All right, first is affiliate income. Very, very passive. All you do is you sign up with a company. Let's say I'm uh, i am making a website about cell phone accessories or or app review website well i may want to talk about different cases for the iphone and when i do that i'm going to work with a company that makes iphone cases and i'm going to get a special link from them to that when people click it from my website i get a commission for the sale of that um cell phone so that is, uh, that's something that I definitely do. And in episode 17, that's something that I uh, talk about more uh, is how you can use the Amazon Associates program to to get affiliate advertising and also where where to find that kind of affiliate deals. Now, some people do affiliate marketing to great success. Pat Flynn's an example of this. I mean, he's, he's bringing in, you know, a month just by recommending other people's products and not even making a product of his own. That's crazy. That's amazing. I I think that's an excellent way to to, uh, bring in income for a a website. But a couple cautions with affiliate marketing are one, if you're only doing a review website, uh, you know, if I want to write about oh, the best external hard drive for Macs, and I make the best ex- external hard drives for Macs.com, and and I write about this, y- you may get affiliate income, but as soon as Google changes and you don't rank as high, whoa, your business could really tank, or or as soon as the industry changes and we stop using external hard drives, whoa, you could be in, in real trouble, uh, because people aren't really going to be so much of a fan of the best external hard drives for Macs.com, it's tough to be like so excited about that and telling your buddies about it. It's just something that you happen on, on Google and and you pass by. So if you're creating an affiliate based business, I would be really cautious at least about the review space where you're just, just reviewing a certain uh, area of product. And it's just a very niche site because if you aren't gaining fans you don't have a real sustainable business. Things can change on you to totally rock the boat. But adding affiliate marketing to an existing website, especially one where you can get a fan base, is a great idea. I, I earn, uh, my guess would be about $5,000 a month from affiliate sales. It's it's a nice part of my, of my income. It's not what I rely on most, but it is the most consistent. I mean, those checks just roll in every month and sometimes a product will you know some product that i've i recommend may give me a less commission they may change things over time but i'll find a new one and and things kind of balance out so i think affiliate marketing should be a part of everybody's strategy or or at least almost everybody but is it a primary strategy can be a little bit tougher i don't know a lot of people that can pull it off but some definitely do the next monetization strategy is advertising. Advertising is usually what people think of. When I meet people at, at church or or at the archery range, and and they say, "What do you do?" I, I first of all, I always kind of say, "Well, it's kind of a tough question to answer." Am I an ebook author? Am I a professional photographer? Am I a blogger? Do I own an online education company? I don't know. And I always have a kind of an ongoing joke with my wife whenever somebody uh, answers or asks me what I do when we meet somebody new, I always try to give a little bit of a different answer and say something different just because I don't know what to call my job. And I think it's kind of a kind of a funny thing. I always have a good time with that. So, um, so advertising, when, when I do introduce myself to somebody, they always say, oh, okay, you're a blogger. So how do you earn money from that? And, and usually they say, so like, Google ads and stuff, and that's all they can think of. So advertising is kind of an obvious one. It's almost all the time, it's the first one that people try. And it's so discouraging that I would really not recommend it unless you're a podcaster. If you're a podcaster, advertising can be a great first monetization strategy but if you just say okay i got 100 people coming to my blog now how am i going how am i going to make a little money off this everybody goes over to google adsense and puts those ads on your website and you're going to be so disappointed because at the end of the month if you have 100 people a day coming to your website and you put those ads you know in pretty good places all over your website ooh, I don't know, you might make $40, <laughs> maybe. And that would be optimistic. I, I've i tried it with much more traffic and and, and got less. So really, I, I wouldn't even recommend Google Ads unless you're making a website that is not working after fans. So if you uh, find a way to just generate a ton of traffic but you they're not really going to be fans of your website then that may be a way to do it is by selling you know Google Ads something like that if you make apps then having Google Ads can be a good thing if you're going to get a lot of downloads of your of your app but generally I don't recommend Google Ads as a primary monetization strategy however if you are have a podcast advertising can be excellent usually you're going to get about $43 per thousand downloads of your podcast. So, if you have 10,000 downloads of your podcast every episode, you're making in the neighborhood of $1,000 per episode. And so, if you release four or eight episodes during a month, ka-ching, you can do the math. You're doing all right. So, podcast advertising is really hot right now. That's something that I can recommend. YouTube ads, Ha! It is just funny. I mean, if you get if you get a video that has, you know, a hundred thousand views, you're gonna earn like ten bucks. It's just so tiny. Uh when I when I have a lot I and my YouTube channel's pretty active, and even with a very active YouTube channel, I mean I was getting like thirty, forty dollars a month, and eventually I just decided Okay, come on. Am I going to annoy tens of thousands of of online video watchers every month to make them wait five seconds and click skip ad before watching my video? Or am I just going to cut this off and lose the whatever it is, $30 a month, and eventually I just cut it off because I didn't want to annoy my users. So uh, YouTube is probably not going to be a good uh, option for advertising. You know, advertising can be great and sponsor sponsorships can be excellent, but you got to have a big audience to get that kind of uh, sponsorship where you're signing directly with a company. If you're doing little things like YouTube, Google Ads don't expect much you know you can go out and pick something on the dollar menu at McDonald's every month and feel guilt-free because it came from blog money but but it's uh, it's not going to be a primary strategy for most people some people again learn how to do it the Adsense flippers uh, is a good website to check to look at if you're interested in that but I haven't found good sustained success from that Next is coaching. Coaching, I already talked about a little bit in how I do my online classes and how I get most of my money. But coaching, uh, you can also do on a private basis. And this is something that will happen periodically. A photographer will email me and say, hey, I'm going to Africa next week. Uh, I, I I just want to know how to take a good picture. And I'll email them back and say, yeah, my, my hourly rate is, you know, $400. I'll talk with you on Skype for an hour. And I've found people that are willing to do it if they just really need some information uh, and I'm the person that has it. Uh, some people have money and they're willing to spend it to get that private coaching. So, you know, if I can earn 400 bucks in an hour, ah, if I'm not busy doing other things that day, then yeah, sometimes I'll take that. Um, the next option is downloadable video. Now, I'm going to mention several downloadable options as a monetization strat- strategy, but I think video is a little bit different because video seems to have a little bit more value than an ebook. We just can't expect an ebook to sell for much more than $20, $25 US. But a downloadable video, th- there's less of a set price for that, and so I'll commonly see bloggers selling an, a downloadable video product for a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, uh, very commonly. Sometimes triple that. I've seen them sell for a thousand dollars a downloadable video course. So because it's such a such a There's less of an expectation of what downloadable video is going to cost. You can really price this one quite aggressively and still still have success. My my online classes and selling downloadable video has been very profitable. Uh, It works well for me because I'm a photographer, so I feel really comfortable, you know, setting up the lighting and and doing the video. Uh, I I can produce a pretty good looking video, so it's one that works for me. And I do have information on that. If you want to do professional video, you want to do a downloadable video product or something just go to incomeschool.com slash tools and there i have recommendations for exactly what video camera to buy exactly what microphone to buy exactly what lighting kit to get i mean for the lowest amount of money i've tried all of them out there i i this is the lowest priced uh way to get started in professional video. Um, And I have different packages there of, and I say packages, I've just kind of put together groups of products. It's not like I'm selling them. Uh, In fact, that's an affiliate deal. I'm just linking you over to Amazon, but it's exactly the stuff that I'm using. So downloadable video, I think for a lot of different A lot of different options, a lot of different industries could be a great option. Now, one thing that kind of scares people away from making a downloadable video product is you feel like you have to be an expert, and you do not. One thing that I am working on as just an experiment to share on Income School is I started a website about Airsoft. Uh, It's kind of like paintball, really, and some of the guys uh, that live around me got me started into it. And so I started a small, small niche site in it, and it almost immediately got traffic uh, we, with only four or five articles. I'm, I'm getting a thousand people over a thousand people a month going to the website, which is very surprising for such a tiny a junky kind of website. Um, so I, I'm doing a little project that what I'm going to do is I don't know enough about airsoft guns to to uh, to write any to make a downloadable video product on it. But my idea f- is, for it is a lot of people like to modify their their guns. And these aren't real guns. This is, you know, kind of like paintball. It's airsoft. Um and so a lot of guys uh, become really good at modifying their guns. So I'm going to go to an expert, somebody who's a really good at modifying guns and kind of making them cool for the people that play the game and, and sit, say, Hey, I'm going to pay you 500 bucks. I would just like to buy one day of your time. And I'm going to record a video of that person teaching how to modify guns and sell that as a downloadable product on my website. So you don't need to be the expert to do video. All you got to do is find an expert that, uh, you, can pay for for one day of his time and create a downloadable course that's a that's an awesome strategy uh, for for getting started as your first product the next strategy that i want to talk about is downloadable apps software plugins and themes i put these kind of in in one spot even though they're very different so if you want to make a smartphone app if you want to sell software that people install for for an industry or sell like a wordpress plugin something like that uh they, they all kind of fit together because there's there's somewhat of a, a industry standard for what these things are going to cost. You know you know how much generally an app is going to cost or a WordPress plugin or a software. So there's somewhat of a set price, uh, even though, I mean, there's some wiggle room, but people have somewhat of an expect- expectation. But the biggest um, downside to doing this is the support. So if you release an app for, for let's say, for an Android phone, and I make this game, and I'm going to make a little bit of money off off uh, people clicking ads. Well, what happens when Samsung releases its new gargantuan... Uh, Note 4, and it's such a huge phone that, oh, man, your graphics are not sized for that kind of phone. So now you have to pay the money to size the graphics. And then Android comes out with uh, some uh, new updates in it, and oh, man, now you have to pay the developer to make changes so that you can make your app work for for this new uh, version of the software. There are constantly going to be updates. If you sell WordPress plugins, get ready for some support nightmares, because you're going to have to make it work with tons of different themes to make it play nicely with other plugins you could have some real real issues there so this is a great way to work but you need to make sure you have the technological expertise if you're going to do something like this. Let's say I pay a developer to make a, to make a WordPress plugin for me, and I'm going to sell it to people in my industry. Well, I sell it. It sells really well. And then six months later, what if WordPress changes and your plugin doesn't work anymore? You go back to the developer and say, hey, I'm going to pay you to make some changes. And he says, mm, sorry, I'm busy with other projects right now. No, thanks. Uh-oh. Now you have a whole bunch of users of of your plugin. They're having problems with it. It's not working for them. And your developer's gone. you got to find another developer, but you don't know how to code. And so you're trying to find somebody to do a job, but you can't even check their work to know if it's done well. And you could really get yourself into a rat hole. So I advise caution on this industry until you're, you're a little bit more experienced, till maybe you know a little bit of the code, or you find a developer that you can just really, really rely on. The next monetization strategy is ebooks. Now I mentioned before that ebooks is a great way to get started. You know, often if it's a how-to kind of book, a 70-page, even a 60-page ebook can can do just fine as long as you include a lot of pictures it's going to be a lower cost ebook but it, it's there's a very very low barrier to entry and this is again something I'm talking about on episode 17 uh, where I'm going to walk you through exactly how to get an ebook out to the market um, but it it's one that's gonna be low money you know under twenty dollars usually for an ebook um, and you're gonna to have to sell a lot of volume but for me this is how I earned my first money online I I made an ebook, and the first year, uh, you know, it probably did $50,000, but I put out five books at that time. So, definitely something to look for. You can definitely make money on ebooks. It's not as good of an industry as it used to be. There's more competition in ebooks, but you can still make a nice living by doing that. Then, the last two uh, areas that I want to talk about as monetization strategies are the ones that are just the holy grail of online marketing. And that is a membership a membership site or a SaaS app. Now, a SaaS app just simply means software as a service. So, uh, w- what it is is you know you download. Let's say I make software for people that that uh, that make gro- that make roads. You know, it's a construction company, and I make software for them that helps them. They can type in all the information about the ground and the conditions, and they know how much concrete they need. You know, I I make I make some kind of app like that. But this is the kind of app that you don't just buy but it's one that you're going to need continuing service for so maybe you make you make a cloud option or something that that they're going to pay monthly for and a membership site is when you have premium information that users have to pay usually a monthly fee to to access so you may have a free podcast and a premium podcast that people pay for you may have lots of free youtube tutorials that are just the basic simple things and then you may have an online online course that you pay, you know, $99 a month to get access to $147 a month to get access to. Now the reason that these are the holy grail of internet marketing is because of the two words per and month. So people are paying every month to get it so it's great recurring income. It may or may not be passive, but it's recurring income. So for internet marketers, these are the blue jeans that I talked about in the in in the intro. I mean, this is like, hey, I can either sell an ebook once or I can sell this recurring thing that they get billed for every single month. So it seems like it like the best thing ever. But I, I want you want you to exercise caution, and the reason that I chose the specific story that I did at the intro, I hope you didn't think it was uh, too too out of place. But I really wanted it to sink in your head that sometimes you're going to see monetization strategies that look awesome, but in reality, it's going to end you up with some just ripped up, shredded gray plane gray plane pants. And I think membership sites is one of them. It's something that a lot of people try and most people fail at because it's tough to get people to to commit to a, a- to a monthly purchase. If you're going to do it, you need to make sure you're going to offer people some real value every month. If if all, you, all it is is a bank of videos, they're going to go watch it all in one month and be done. You need to have something that you're giving them consistently every month to keep them around. And often what internet marketers find is only people only stick around for about three months and then they'll end their subscription. So membership sites can be great. I have purchased them in the past and I've found some that were really, really helpful for me in my business uh, that were easily worth the, the per month cost. But this is this is kind of like the pro level internet marketing. It's going to be a lot of work for you to to make that such a valuable uh, resource that people will pay for it every month and to keep them happy in whatever community that you make. Keep them happy with the software that they use. So uh, while I do think it's a a very valuable way to make money online, I I think it's going to going to be one that I would not recommend as your first monetization strategy because it is difficult to get just right well that's kind of a rundown on the main monetization strategies that I want you to consider Um, I hope it got kind of your your wheels turning thinking a little bit about how you may monetize your website but again, I want to, want to make sure it gets from me, my lips to your brain that I would really encourage you to please wait four months after you start your website, get a little bit of an audience before you release that product. So often when people come out with the product first, they get really discouraged because your sales are going to be just dead and you're going to waste time making a product isn't going to sell yet. You don't know your audience yet. You haven't met them because they haven't been to your website. And so you probably don't know exactly what they want yet. And after four months of writing blog posts, recording videos, doing podcasts on a topic, you're going to get good at it. You're going to get good and more confident at doing what you're doing. And so the product is going to be better. So I would encourage you to wait, build that audience. If you build the audience, they will come. Movie is over now. We can go watch The Field of Dreams because class is dismissed. When you're serious about launching your website, check out Jim's free step-by-step tutorials at IncomeSchool.com. Income schools is production of Improv Photography, LLC. Any opinions expressed by guests and callers do not reflect those of Improv Photography, LLC. Results mentioned not typical. Some links mentioned are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Some calls simulated. Improv Photography, LLC is not a law firm and does not give legal or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a competent licensed CPA or lawyer licensed in your jurisdiction before making business decisions.